You're listening to Elevate Your Endgame, episode 57, How to Rest When You're Stressed. Hi, I'm Cam, and I help introverts become authentically confident from the inside out. And I'm Megan. I help high achievers enjoy their contributions so they can live fully fulfilled lives. We're two life coaches teaming up to teach you how to manage your mind and empower you to transform your life. Let's get started. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I was like, I'm not recording. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Elevate Your End Game with your host, Cameron Nichols with Coach with Cam. And Megan Wing with the Career Fulfillment Initiative. Woo-woo. We hope you are having a wonderful week. Today's topic is really exciting. <laughs> and it's it, it's so funny because Megan and I were, were thinking about what to talk about today. And like, we have a list of topics we can go to and we like, we plan for you. But then just in our initial conversation, we're starting, we're talking about our own experience. We're like, this is it. Because we are stressed people. It happens to coaches too. We are human beings and we need help when we are stressed. Amen to that. So today we want to talk to you about how to rest when you are stressed. I love it. I wish I could like this more in tune with my body and could like do the head thing, but what else? <laughs> so how to rest when you're stressed, when you're stressed, what's happening? Your thoughts are all over the place. Mm-hmm. You are, you probably feel like, well, I mean, you feel stressed, but like, there's probably other emotions like panic, fear, anxiety, overwhelm, um, confusion, doubt. Yeah all the things. Totally. And so essentially what happens is your nervous system is like on high alert. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, I don't know if it's this way for you, Megan, but it's like the body is like on a, on a, a buzz. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like an electric buzz where it's on the edge of almost painful. Yeah. Does that makes sense. That's- that totally makes sense. And I can like, if I were to like, so that's kind of an energetic standpoint, but I physically hold so much stress and tension in my shoulders. So whenever I'm stressed for a lengthy period of time, I know my shoulders like are insanely tense and tight. I also get really tight, um, like in my hip flexors and stuff. And I just feel very, like everything just feels really tight. And one of the reasons why I think it's so great that we're talking about stress this week is stress is a precursor to burnout. And you eventually go from being in this like stressed out place to like, I literally don't even have the bandwidth to care for anything. And I'm exhausted. So (laughs) for people watching the YouTube video, I just whacked my mic. I'm like, I have dropped a coaster and whacked my mic. I'm so sorry, Cam. Thank you for editing all these (laughs) Are you kidding? I'm leaving that shit in. That's great. Fine, everything is fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel like going back to like the nervous system and thinking about how we want to prevent that. How do you prevent or at least notice when you're stressed and change that stress for you, Cam? Yeah. So for me, very similar to what you said, like I recognized it in my body. I so to give a little bit of backstory to this, which I hope will provide some context, like all of January, I've just been super stressed. Mm. Are there particular reasons? 
to be honest, I'm not even a hundred percent sure. Like, yes and no. Yeah. And, um, but like when I started coaching, I have had an issue my entire life with like picking and biting my nails. And when I started Mm -hmm. sort of like certification, I was just like, I'm done. I'm not that person anymore. Mm -hmm. And totally worked until January. Is it coming back? It, it was, well, so this is kind of how I, I recognized some of the stress was like my fingers. I was, I was like picking until they hurt, like down to the quick mm-hmm. and like bleeding. And like, I did notice some of that, uh, some of the tension and I was like more irritable with people, like normal things that wouldn't get under my skin were getting under my skin. And so once I kind of recognized that it was anxiety, cause that's really kind of how it manifests for me is in anxiety. And like, I'm talking to a doctor about it cause I am on anti-anxiety medication. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm having those conversations. But when I originally talked to the doctor, it was like, okay, let's see if we can bring more awareness around it because is it all the time? Is it situational? Is this a medication mm-hmm. thing? Or is this a, are you just not utilizing the tools that you have? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I've recognized is that balance between the medication and the tools. And so one of the things that I have done to kind of help mitigate the anxiety is splitting the attention with my brain. Mm-hmm. So sure, I can buffer with food. I can buffer with my phone. I can buffer with TV, like, but I can also not buffer with those things because it's, it's truly about splitting your brain's attention with things that you enjoy, things that bring you happiness. I love TV. Yeah. I love food. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I absolutely participated in those things. Sometimes was it buffering. I mean, I'd be lying if I said no, but other times, like it was very conscious and very deliberate. Yeah. Enjoy. It's almost like your intention behind the activity, if you can have an intention of I'm doing this deliberately to help me reduce stress, that I think is the difference versus the intention to get away from something you don't want to feel 100%, you know, and so, and going back to what you were saying about like medication and things like that, what I think is really interesting is animals like in the wild, we are all animals when it comes down to it. And we all have a nervous system. So with our nervous system in animal and, or a person, what happens with animals, if like, let's they say a zebra in the Sahara and they're being chased by a lion, what happens is they get an extreme burst of adrenaline and cortisol to help them outrun the lion and they do feel stress. And then what happens is if they escape the lion, they, their body literally physically shakes And then they release and they go back to being functioning as normal zebras do. They don't hold on to that stress for longer than is necessary. However, because our brains have developed into a different place than what zebras brains have, what happens is we are experiencing a higher level of stress and a higher level. And it's for a length, an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So our cortisol levels are extremely high and we don't know how to regulate and to get a little sciencey for a second, your nervous system is tied together at the base of your skull by a nerve called your vagus nerve. And I, I think this stuff is fascinating because you can mm-hmm. actually control your nervous system 
from the way that you think and from the activities that you do, you can actually control your cortisol levels. That's what we teach with the model. It's just a very scientific way of explaining it, but your thoughts, AKA the neural networks that you have in your brain release hormones. And so you can release the cortisol, which is the antidote to adrenaline, which is, I think the stress hormone that a lot of us are running on. Totally. Well, and you're right. Like it's very much that primitive brain. It can't like it's viewing emotional stress or emotional danger, the exact same as physical danger. Hmm. Right. So the zebra being chased by the lion, it's, it's the equivalent to us being anxious about something in the future. Yeah. And it feels the same to that, our brain. Exactly. And I think that another thing that I found really interesting, like just to get a little yogi for you a little bit, we're giving you a bunch of different like aspects. <laughs> we're giving you the medical, the scientific, and then the like yoga aspect of things, which is more of a spiritual aspect. But one of the things that they say in yoga is that there's two different kinds of energies. There's masculine energy and there's feminine energy. And it's not girl and boy energy. I'm typically the kind of person who people would say has a lot of masculine energy. So it just means that it's very active and very out there, um, going constantly in our society also has like Western culture typically has a very masculine feel to it where it's constantly on the go. Success is never something that's accomplished. It's just a benchmark. And then you have to keep going. You're never fully enough and you, you're not able to sit with it as well. And feminine energy is the opposite side of that, where you're able to rest, where you're able to relax, where you're able to celebrate your wins and victories, which is what we were talking about before this is like taking time to celebrate and be present in the moment. So it's almost like masculine energy is like a lot of times forward thinking feminine energy is a lot of times like present connectiveness. I love that word. Um, And so when you are feeling a lot of masculine energy, like a lot of go, go, go all the time or overwhelm is the way a lot of stress presents to me, um, getting back into that feminine energy and some ancient yogi ways actually really do help. So, um, one of the ways that I know really helps me is to do breathing techniques. So we can all do this together. If you want you sit up straight and you, um, plant your feet firmly on the floor and close your eyes. If you're not driving, if you're driving, think please about be safe. Later. Yep. And then put your hands on your lap and then take a deep breath into a count of four. So breathe in one, two, three, four, hold it at the top. Two, three, four, exhale, four, three, two, one, hold out one, two, three, four. Now breathe regularly. And as I do it this next time, I want you to picture a square on the in breath going up and like you're tracing a a square. So this is all square breathing. We do it with our students. So breathe in for one, two, three, four, hold for four, three, two, one, breathe out one, two, three, four, hold for four, three, two, one. Oh my gosh. So hopefully that helps make you feel more grounded and centered because your breath is a huge part of your nervous system. Yeah, no. And that like, 
I've not done it like that before. And it's so good because one of the ways that, that I handle the stress is meditation. Yeah. Right. So it is kind of like some focus on the breath, but really just digging into that present moment. Because when you're in the present and you are really being mindful, mm-hmm. you can't really stress mm-hmm. because it's like you're, you're feeling, I was going to say, I recently saw something, but it was like, yeah, just like start rubbing your fingertips together. Mm. What do they feel like? Temperature, texture, getting really kind of like descriptive, but just kind of involving your senses in, in bringing you to that present moment, which kind of goes back to kind of uh, what we were talking about earlier about splitting the brain's attention and like doing the things that you love. Mm-hmm. Like this past month, I've been planning on decorating my office, mm-hmm. like redoing it. And like, I got this, this plant over here and it was so fun to like go see the different plants and like touch them and then visualize them and and again just kind of like bring some of that attention back to the moment and the joy back to you and like know that even if you're stressed right now whatever is going to happen in the future whatever's happened in your past they don't make up who you are your worth and your soul whatever you want to call it your inner being is invaluable no matter what. 100%. Your worth cannot be created, built upon, or destroyed. Worth can only be remembered or ignored. So that is all we have for you guys today. Hopefully that helps you like de-stress a little bit and helps you learn how to rest when you are stressed. So as always, shine bright and others will shine bright as well. Give them permission. Give them permission to shine as well. Bye, everyone. Thank you. If you don't currently have a coach, either one of us would be honored to work with you. Reach out to us using the links in the show notes, email, social media, any of the ways. Thank you all for listening. We are so grateful to be on this journey with you. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share with your friends and family who enjoy all of the self-development and wellness genres as well. Our goal of this podcast is to give you the tools you can utilize right now to empower your lives. So go change how you show up in the world, then go out and change the world.